Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. The rising suns in Phoenix, up 2-0 in the NBA Finals. The series now shifts to Milwaukee, but still a commanding 2-0 lead after last night, 2018-108. Yes, the suns are rising in the NBA Finals. The rain is pouring here in New York City and in the really? Northeast. Good morning, everybody. Keyshawn J. Wills, been presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn, Monica McNutt, in with Key. And yes, yes, that weather is miserable today, but we do have a trophy. We do have some bling on the set right now. You can see it on ESPN2, our Market Madness Championship trophy. It is, uh, in a word, Key? Stunning. Stunning? Yes, <laughs> very stunning trophy here. It's, it's, it even, it, the it winner moves, of the, it moves. The, the winner of the Market Madness Championship yes. is who? Yadi Molina. That's right. Yanni St. Molina. Louis Market showed out, yes. so I guess this trophy's going to St. Louis. Back to St. Louis. St. Louis. Yes. They're bringing the trophy back home. Another win for St. Louis. Um, uh-huh. that trophy something. Can I just tell something. you though? Something. It is something. Yesterday, it looked like somebody's wedding cake. It does look like a wedding cake. Oh, please! Made I'm judging you on your Etsy. Wedding cake. <laughs> on Etsy, there it is. That's exactly right. <laughs> so yesterday, I watched because I do this some periodically when I need to laugh our um, eulogy of mm-hmm. the teams that lost in the Western Conference because it cracked oh, me up still. Back. I oh, just, that, it was on my that Instagram. Is legendary. It's epic. So, yeah, just wanted to share that. Oh, oh. I, thought, I thought there was more to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it's out of nowhere. No, because I keep trying to convince you to do it again, but you like, ugh. No, I'm not going to do it again. The reason I'm not going to do it again. I don't, don't want to hear the reason. I already know. It's whatever. Okay. okay. Well, you, know. you asked the question. So no, I didn't. I already know You said I keep trying to convince you to do it. Yeah, I don't. I know the it. reason, Maybe but it was after, a great. It was a great moment. Maybe after the the series Finals is over, yeah, is this series over at two zero? Key, you said it yesterday. Eighty nine percent of the time in the NBA Finals, when a team takes a two zero lead, they go on to win the championship. It's probably. It's probably. I mean, I think when you go first of all, home court advantage is key, right? You you get that. You you start off two zero. Yep. The Bucks have come back at times, but not the final. It's it's. There's a different pressure. The deeper you go in the playoffs, it's just a deeper pressure. Game one, I mean, game uh, uh, the series in one, round two, three. You know, it just gets now you're in the finals. When you're down 2 on the finals, man, it's hard as hell. And I know you can point to LeBron James. Oh, he did it a different. Different. Well, as any series, and especially that one, and this series, of course, is still early, something has to happen. Just like, but it's not early. The Bucks, no, no, to, 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 to flip it, to flip it. But it's not early. Well, it's it's getting late to be early. You're right. You, you think about it. it. They are. They've already played two games. All they need to do is win two more, and they, it, well, they're they're going to have a ticker tape now. Remember, in downtown Phoenix. The Nets were up two zero on the Bucks, and I mean, the Bucks didn't look like they should even be in the series in, in the on the same court. Different. They win game three, and then something had to happen. Kyrie Irving got hurt in game four. Series flips and then it goes seven. Yeah, but you you you're asking the man upstairs. I'm not asking anything because I don't want to see it happen. Well, We've not not you, but whatever. But All right. they're asking the man upstairs to do him a favor, take somebody and put him on the side for a few games. That's what. So basically, you're saying an injury is the only way this series changes. That for Chris Paul, like makes my heart hurt even thinking about. I don't, yes. don't want to put that out in the world yes, right now. I think I'm not superstitious like that, so it doesn't okay. really matter right, to fine, me. Good. Um, Yes, I think it. I think pretty much, it's it's over because I don't know that Phoenix, which 
play has played well, Monica, on the road. Woo. Has played well on the road throughout the playoffs. So I don't know if going back to Milwaukee is intimidating to them. All they got to do is get one. That's right. Just get one. I, absolutely. Just split, get one. Split in Milwaukee, and now you've got control. In my original thought, what I was going to say there, Monica and, mm-hmm. and Allen, is the deeper you go in these type of situations, the tighter things get for you. Now you start to think, I cannot make this mistake. If I shoot this three and I miss, if I do this, it's a, because you don't have the margin for error where – you do in other situations. In a regular season, you have that margin for error. Early in the playoffs, you might feel different. But this is it. This is it. In the NFL, how big is home field advantage? I mean, it's huge. Now, stars, like, you, like again, you probably didn't matter. You go into any building, whether they hate you or love you, you play the same. Because... I actually probably play better on the road. Yeah, okay, that makes yeah. sense. But in the NBA, it's noticeable that young teams and Reserve players always play better at home, obviously. Yeah. You're just more comfortable. You also know you have your crowd behind you. You go to Milwaukee, it's going to be a raucous crowd. They had 20,000 people outside the building I saw that. watching the game. I was like, <laughs> you know, obviously it slowed down a little bit. But I was like, damn, can anybody put on the mat? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't many there, right? But still, like, like so you know in Milwaukee the first, uh, first finals game since 1974. So yeah. that city been waiting it's a long be time. Up. A lot of beer, a right. lot of cheese. A lot of that. everything. Right? Yeah. It's going to be a lot of emotion, of course, as well. And the Bucks will, will certainly be able to ride that. And maybe their guys as well. Maybe a guy like Chris Middleton, who has not played well in the first two games, not shot the basketball well. Maybe he gets comfortable again in his building and finds rhythm. Because that's really the difference uh, so far in this series. But I don't feel like, you know, it's the cliche. I'll, I'll go cliche salad. The series mm-hmm. is not a series until someone wins a road game. Like, yeah. And that's what really matters most. So this game three as they always are, pivotal, and it could, it could go back to being a series just based on the fact that the Bucks go home, feel better, because it's not like they got smoked in game two. You know, it was yeah, fairly they, close. They the was, Suns just played really well at home. But they were bad. They didn't get smoked. Yeah. But they, they gave were up 118 bad. again. They, they were bad, and the only dude, in my opinion, that really showed up was Giannis. Yes. And that was yeah. the question is, what can Giannis do? You know, Giannis gave him 42 points. Man, they wasted, they wasted 42. Woo. Wasted. I, the, mm. You cannot think, I Monica, agree. that they're going to get that same 42 again in game three and think, okay, well, we're going to get 42 and we're going to contribute the same way that we contributed in game two and we're going to come out with a win. That's not going to happen. It, five of 16 for Chris Middleton, seven of 21 for Drew Holiday. Like, that, that's ugly. I, I, I will say this. For as tough as it has been for the Bucks to find offense – they still cut it to single digits in the fourth, definitely in the third, right? And so you could see where, you know, Connaughton hits a three or two or a, maybe one less turnover. They are close enough. But what has been so impressive to me is Phoenix's ability to respond every single time. And so they don't allow right. the Bucks to get any closer. I mean, yesterday going into the pregame show on ESPN Radio, we talked about timely buckets in game one because technically – Phoenix didn't shoot the three particularly well in game one, but they hit timely threes. In this game, they shot 50% from three, and they were super on time. So it's a tall task for the Bucs. I will say this. Obviously, they've been here before. Uh, Middleton, we know, plays better at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he plays that much better. And to Key's point, it just feels like Phoenix is the team that takes themselves with them wherever they go, and so they're not going to be phased by going on the road. And when you mention Phoenix and you keep saying team, the team, right? I mean, you talk about definition of team. Like, there's something special going on with this group. There's no doubt about it. 
with Chris Paul as sort of their, you know, not sort of, as their leader on the floor, mm-hmm. Monty Williams as the coach that you could tell they all believe in. There is a confidence about this group that you can see that it is a bit precocious for a team. What's the average age, Monica, you uh, tell me? The starters. Is what did like you just say? starters under 24. What's that? Precocious. Precocious. Yeah, you, you, were, you, were, you, were, you yourself were a precocious neophyte your rookie season. That's certainly oh, God. All these, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a writer. So. Spelling B words. Yes, okay. So uh, <laughs> let's go to Straight Talk. By Straight Talk know your audience. Chris Paul, Chris Paul talking about them being there, his first time, too, at the NBA Finals on the big stage. And the point is, is for them staying together as a team, staying locked in and believing in the system, stay in the moment. I do a pretty good job of staying in the moment. You know, maybe a lot of the guys on our team, this is their first playoff series. You know, they don't know the heartache or the heartbreak. They're just out there playing. So for me, um, I know how quick things can change. I know how a possession or a play can change the dynamics of an entire series. So for me, um, I don't get too high. I don't get too low. I just stay they even kill. It wasn't always like that, you know, but I, I know that these um, situations are don't don't happen every day. I love he acknowledged the fact that early in his career he probably wasn't wouldn't be able to stay even keeled, but after his experience he can and that's the example he sets for the rest that's of the That's just group. growth. That's all that is. Like you said, all the heartbreak and the experience that he's gone through, now he can manage his emotions whenever that time comes up. Interesting thing though as I watched that highlight he hit a corner three. He's hitting corner threes. Assisted Man, by Devin Booker. He, Chris Paul doesn't hit corner threes. He's pulling up at the elbow. He's pulling up from the top of the key. He's not hitting corner threes, so everything is going to Phoenix way. Exactly. Clearly. This is a comfortable team right now, and Milwaukee's got to figure out how to make them uncomfortable, and maybe playing on the road could do that. That was Straight Talk, part by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. So as we mentioned, the Suns are two games away from winning a title. That fan- franchise, that fan base, certainly – getting ready to celebrate a championship. What other franchise fans deserve to see their team win a championship the most? We'll discuss that coming up next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM, Channel 80. The Suns halfway to a championship, beating the Bucks in game two. You waste an effort from Giannis Antetokounmpo, who was nothing short of sensational. They got to show up. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. That video? Very much yeah. so. The large trash bag look. <laughs> Must be Friday in the Northeast. <laughs> We're getting a lot of that rain. There's no doubt about it. But the sun is shining in Phoenix, and it's heading to Milwaukee. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Q Rich, we got Q Rich right this hour? Yeah, we got him coming up in a few minutes, so we'll talk with him about this stuff. But, you know, we we were talking about the the fact that – all right, so Suns fans – the Suns have been to the finals before, but this this is as close as it feels like they will get to a championship. That was the Kevin Johnson Barkley years. Yeah, that one, and then uh, against the Celtics a bunch of years ago as well. But you have – but but what you have now is a fan base that has you know been been waiting for a championship. Starving. Arizona's had uh, the Diamondbacks. You remember that, of course, uh, two thousand one against the Yankees. But the big unit. Mm, what a series that was. But when we talk about uh, now, are we going franchise or are we going fan base? We went through this already. I know we did. I'm because t- I feel like it's. A- Fan okay. base more than franchise. What what franchise desperately needs to win a championship? Franchise because fan, fan base. base is the entire city, in my opinion. It's beyond cities. Some place, some teams. Well, yeah, it's beyond cities. So just concentrate on the franchise. You want me to the one building? Focus one building with the one general manager and the head coach. Just that particular. Wait a spot. minute. City in your mind means that a person from New York roots for all the New York teams. No, it, it spills over though. Okay. Even if even if they tell you. They're not a Brooklyn Nets fan right? because they're a Knicks fan. Uh-huh. Silently, they would take the satisfaction of a Nets team winning because you must of be oh, out, You must be I'll out say, of your mind. Okay. Are you out of your mind? Say, that's wow. But we're not oh, going to uh, turn this into New York. <laughs> we're not going to do you that. Did. I should have used D.C. as an example. No, you did by you, do you awful, rather, that's an So let me ask example. you a question, though, before I move on. Oh, I'm not moving on. I'm gonna <laughs> did you take any satisfaction whatsoever, Mr. Hahn, at all? When the New York Giants defeated the New England Patriots out of the AFC East in the Super Bowl, did you take any satisfaction? It's a simple question, yes or no. Yes, I did. Okay, move along. <laughs> where's the, I was like, There's where's the no connection, music? though, no, there to is. the Nets. It's None. a connection. No. No, it's a no. New York. I just gave you a New York connection. That's one. You, that doesn't exist in any other you, sport I in New York. I gave you a New York I connection. See, I, do, I do think that's different when it comes to basketball. I gave you and a baseball. New York connection. And, base, and yeah, baseball. But I gave you a – No fe- Yankee fan rooting for the Mets is no Mets fan I gave you – I gave you a connection. Okay, there's one. That's all I need you, you to said. prove my point. I gave you a connection, which is the city or the New York Giants. So when the Clippers win a championship, you're like, "Well, at least it's Ooh. L.A." No, I'm like, "Okay, whatever. I don't care." That's exactly. But at least they did. The Giant it. thing involved the fact that my the biggest rival, who I couldn't stand in the Patriots, I didn't want to see them win. So it was like, "Oh, well, a New York team wins, and Tom Brady and the Patriots don't." Okay, I'm good with that. Yes, that made so it easy. So you still take satisfaction toward it, but look, but Giants, Giants, Baltimore Ravens in 2000. No, well, I, I'm not feeling that a year after like, the Jets okay, get to cool. the AFC you Championship. I'm not feeling that. Day. Anyway, this is okay. We digress. All right, yeah, let's move. Bring, That's why I said anyway. Yeah, anyway <laughs> is right. All right, so we give you a couple of of teams here, and you guys tell me if they deserve like out of these, who deserves it the most. The easy one is Cleveland Browns. Yes, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns are for me 100%. Definitely. They've been through They're a lot. They're starving. <laughs> like, they'll yeah, do they've been anything. Through a lot. Even though LeBron James brought them a championship basketball-wise, 
the football fan base, they're just – Would you argue that football, though, the Browns, like it's a bigger – even though the Cavs – Yeah, it's bigger. LeBron made them big. The Browns in Cleveland is everything, right? Synonymous. Everything. They've yeah. been so close. Cleveland, in, Akron, that whole area. Mm-hmm. Think, about the, think about what happened in the drive, Denver Broncos, oh, back, yeah. in, back then when they yeah. did what they did. In the end of that game, John Elway, bam, mm-hmm. I forgot. I think he did with the Vance Joseph for the touchdown or whatever. And then Mac fumbles the football. Yep. It, so think about what Cleveland has gone through in an organization. Like, they've gone through 17,100 coaches. Up and, le- like, up and left at one point. Like, so, yeah, they, they have certainly been through a lot. 888 say ESPN, 888 for you to be part of this conversation. That's one. At Key J and Z as well on Twitter. Um, Two. How about – the Vegas Raiders, or just Raiders in general. I don't even put a city in front of Raiders because, as you mentioned, they're not really a fan base from one city. They, they, they're, they're all over Fran- the West Coast. Franchise-wise, they need to get a championship because it, even though it's the Raiders, the value of the franchise, they should be with the Dallas Cowboys value-wise. They should be with the Washington football team value-wise. They really should at the top of the Forbes list. They should be with the Yankees. In sports. They should be with the Lakers, the Dodgers, because much like you just said, the brand. That brand Still? goes all the way. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I, I mean, I hear you. And you can, I can walk think through. Of... A, you can walk through any airport, Monica, and you probably will pay attention now because I said it. Right. I mean, you're going to see people with Raider gear on walking through a Pittsburgh airport. So, and, I, and I understand that, and I can think of, like, conversations with my dad and all of that, but I didn't still. Like, it doesn't feel like they have the same. You think they're losing it? To me. And I'm, obviously I'm younger than y'all, but, like. That to, ain't got nothing like, to do with that. No, it does. Because I know what you're talking about, and I've seen the videos and watched the history, and now Al Davis and the whole bit. If you don't win for a good 20-something years. You miss it. You, you, you miss will lose a whole, whole generation of, of fans. That is that is true what Monica's saying, but. Ask Key who the most popular football team is in LA. Who's the most popular football team in LA? The Raiders. Isn't that amazing? They haven't been Still? there in they haven't been there in twenty years. The Raiders because By more than twenty, I should say. More than twenty. Because the Raider connection is across all the way, right? They they Hispanic population for them, I mean fan base, mm-hmm. huge. White fan base, huge. Black, huge, huge. Like the Raiders is a brand that could travel overseas. Like literally. But they just haven't been on the radar yeah. recently. It's funny because when I think of like Raiders gear, I also think of throwback Georgetown gear, and I think of the, like those as brands that we saw particularly like in black communities and pop, like not pop culture, and the culture in terms of the old throwback gear. And Georgetown is the same thing; like they haven't necessarily been successful as of late. Shout out to the Big East champs, Big Pack, Patrick <laughs> Ewing. But yeah, okay. Eight 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 say ESPN eight eight seven two nine three seven seven six. You want to give me another one? Chicago Bears. Ooh. Well, it's funny because Clinton in Illinois is calling us about that very point. Clinton. Hello. How you doing? I am doing well. How are y'all doing? Man, it's Friday, man. What you yeah, mean? Exactly. <laughs> man, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I've been working and, all week. Man, what? I am so happy to hear from y'all. And, yes, the Chicago Bears. If anyone deserves a title, why not us? We've got a brand-new quarterback that can't wait to start to hand it off and throw it down the field. And this – not if. When we get a title, mm. we're going to get another one. Because I'm telling you something. We got two hands. One for one title, the other for the other. So, Clinton, you are in you are in <laughs> full bloom love stuff then, man. Go on, with, man. with Justin Fields. <laughs> you right. believe Justin Fields is going to lead you to that championship? 
Yeah, so let me give you a time stamp on that. may not be this year, but I can tell you as long as Matt Nagy and the Bears go ahead and get this right, yeah, let's go ahead and bring that title in within the five years. But um, if I'm really pushing it, man, come on, within three. Within three years. Within three within years. Within the five-year rookie right. deal. Well, that's good. Okay. Okay. He feels passionate about it. And you should. Thank you, Clint. Fan is short for fanatic. Yeah, well, I mean, is it that crazy to think? Suns are big. I'm just thinking in my head. Yeah, good. A couple others. The Suns are big. The Edmonton Oilers in hockey. Now, stop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> just the Edmonton Oilers, they've won five Stanley the Cups. The Clippers needed bad. Clippers needed bad. I mean, I was going to say the Sacramento Kings, but I. I oh, man. Wow. But That's deep in there. They just a team with a uniform. That's a franchise, a franchise. with a uniform. Yeah, they just. Don't nobody really care about, about your them. former New York Jets. Jets needed in the worst way. How bad do they need? Yeah. A Super Bowl. They got they got them Chris Paul tears in them right now. Because Chris Paul, ooh, they gonna cut it open like a pack of M and M's when it's when it's over with. It's gonna pour all out. Oh, it's gonna be such a beautiful moment. Let's go thirty for thirty by his reduction. Oh, I need all the snot out. I need all that when he (laughs) wins this championship. Just an absolute mess. We're all gonna be a puddle watching it, right? Mm -hmm. All right, so we'll continue with your calls (laughs) on this. Please stop. Please, please, please. Try not to get too emotional this early in the morning. So what do the Bucks need to do to bounce back in Game 3 of the NBA Finals? What do they need to do to get back in this series? And we can start talking about Giannis winning a championship. We'll discuss that after Monica has this. I can't believe this dream I had. I Ranger. won. You good? <laughs> <laughs> For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call 1-800-GRANGER, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Through his legs, pulls up for three. Oh, stop it! CP3, hotter than fish grease! Truly, he's got to win it in order to surpass and to move up the ranks. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Chris Paul at half court dribbling with Holiday draped all over him. Now the switch. Giannis, they find Booker. He's wide open on top for three. He makes it. 31 for Booker. 21 in the second half on their 19th triple. Mark Kester with the call on ESPN Radio as the Suns take a 2 0 lead in the NBA Finals. 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, that makes more sense. A 118-108 win over the Bucks. 
Booker goes for 31 points, six assists, five rebounds, becomes the fifth youngest player with 30 points, five rebounds, five assists in the last 25 finals. Giannis Dinokupo went for 42 points and 12 rebounds in 40 minutes in the loss. The Suns finished with 23 pointers. They were 20 for 40, tied for second most in finals all time. Coverage of Game 3 Sunday begins at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on ESPN Radio. Fury versus Wilder 3 will be rescheduled for later this year, sources confirmed to ESPN after Tyson Fury tests positive for COVID-19. And the fight originally scheduled for July 24th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, October 9th, now the new targeted date. Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor are set for UFC 264. McGregor won the first bout, first round TKO in September of 2014. Poirier even the score with a second-round TKO this past January at UFC 257. UFC 264 exclusively available to ESPN Plus subscribers for $69.99. Visit ESPNPlus.com slash PPV. SportsCenter brought to you by Mako. With Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. If life throws you uh-ohs, just say better get Mako and head to Mako.com to get an online estimate today. Life is good up 2-0 in the finals as it heads now to Milwaukee. And for the Suns and that fan base, two wins away from a long-awaited first NBA title. And the question we've been asking you at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776, when you think of Mm -hmm. franchises and their fan bases, which one deserves a title the most? The Suns are in that category. Who else should be in that conversation? John is in Denver. Who do you got, John? Are we talking about the, uh, hey, good morning, how are you doing? Are we talking about the NBA Finals, or are we talking about the question we any, originally any, discussed? Yeah, no, the original one, any any team, any sport, any any franchise. Any franchise, any sport, man. Yeah. Who you got? Soccer, cricket, whatever. Okay, cricket. so, so I mean, I'm, 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 I, ultimately I have the Phoenix Suns winning in seven, but I'm rooting for the Bucks. Going back to your original question, though, I'm a I'm a huge Denver Broncos fan. I would like to say the Denver Broncos, thinking of it from a broad uh, spectrum. However, I'd have to say the Cowboys, with their expensive roster and always having the 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 you know I, I'm just going to go ahead and quote Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith will say what can go wrong will go wrong with the Cowboys. With that expensive roster, they need to capitalize. So the Cowboys. Or a team now. Now we were going. Thanks, John. Do we they going, deserve? We were going to a team that deserves. Do they deserve? What does yeah. that mean? We're kind of going deserves. What do you mean deserves? Because you just feel like, like man, they, they've been through so much. They deserve a championship. No, I don't feel like the Cowboys deserve a championship. Why do the I mean, why they had a run? And, like Cleveland Browns deserve oh a championship. Through. The Chicago Bears, they deserve a championship. Like the Clippers. Think about it, though. The Clippers. Just Clippers? think about it. They've never sniffed Tell me. what it's like to be in the finals even, ever. I am, I am stepping away from my Washington football team loyalty and my known Cowboys whatever-ism feeling toward mm-hmm. them. I don't understand why they don't deserve one, though, in your mind. Which like, one? They have, Washington? You said, no, you the said Cowboys. the Cowboys don't. Because, well, you said when you walk in, because when you walk into Cowboys Stadium or you walk into the facility, the trophies are sitting there, even <laughs> though they're past. 
They still see them. So you're for so your criteria for sure. Your criteria is never done it or hasn't done it in forever and ever and ever. It's just forever and ever and ever, forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, ever, forever, ever, okay, forever, ever. You know, like the Clippers, they don't even know what it's like. Right. Think about it. Been in the they building. Have no they idea. haven't even been in the, on the stage. They have no idea you. what it's Clippers, to, you know what? I, I got you. Now that you've clarified the distinction, I'm following. The Cleveland Browns. A perfect, Browns. A perfect mean, like, time to bring in our good friend, Q Rich, Quentin Richardson. Speaking of Clippers, former NBA player, of course, it joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Q, good morning. Would you would well, you say would you put the Clippers well, on that list of franchises that like deserve a shot at a title, deserve a chance to win a title the most out of any sport, any for any fan base? Uh, I wouldn't put us very high on that list, mm-hmm. but I think I would say that you know with the, with the recent changes and the direction we're going in, that, that we're we're getting to that point where we deserve it. As far as uh, I think the fans have been deserving it, but I think from an organizational standpoint, you know, we we now we can start you know capping on those years. Yeah, I mean, I understand what Q's saying. I get it. Too. I get it. But it's previous just a, ownership didn't deserve. Yeah, didn't deserve. Yeah, pre- previous ownership. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They didn't deserve. Didn't want to see him right. enjoy that yeah. at all. No, right. no question. No question uh, uh, about that. You handled that very tactfully. <laughs> by no, the way. of course. <laughs> I mean, he's, a pro. he's been there, done that before. Speaking of championships and deserving, Phoenix is up too old now. Getting ready to head on the road to Milwaukee in three. Is this is this over with now? Is it a wrap, or it's too early to say that? Yeah, I, I, I absolutely believe it's, it's too early to say that it's a wrap and it's over because uh, Milwaukee, like you say, Phoenix did exactly what they were supposed to do. No matter the, no matter what fashion it was done, they they protected their home court in one or two games. Now Milwaukee has to go back to back home to Milwaukee and you know regroup, try and re-strategize, and come back out and do the same thing on the next floor. What's the most impressive thing you've seen so far from the Suns outside of what I would call their big three? Uh, I would say I would say Bridges, man. Yeah. Bridges, Bridges, and um, I'm most impressed with with Bridges and Crowder. Uh, for one, Crowder, I love the fact. I mean, you know, Key, I'm a I'm an OG. I love the veteran uh, the veteran leadership he brings to the team. I love the toughness he brings to the team. I love the mentality and disposition that he brings to the team. He has a toughness and a and a, and a physicality to him, and a no back down and a no nonsense to him that I love, and I feel like teams need. And then when you look at what Bridges is doing, he's to me he's been an X factor between you know his defense, the length that he has, and the ability he has to impact uh, Middleton defensively and some, some other guys. But I mean his shooting and scoring and, and being that 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 uh, other guy who's just gonna make shots and make plays, whether it's a slash to the basket or, or offensive rebound or a great defensive play, he's just been very impactful in that X factor role, and they haven't really had an answer for him. One thing we keep hearing from this Sun Squad Q is the accountability, the way that they are able to check one another, push one another. I know that's not something you can quite quantify when you look at a box score, but how special is it to have this young group that really just kind of has leaned into letting Chris Paul take the reins and show them how to get to the promised land? Um, it's unbelievable. I, I really believe it starts with money, though. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a really good clip last night in the game from a timeout when you could see DeAndre Aiden was kind of down on himself because he. Uh, this was probably the, the most he struggled to this point right now in, in the playoffs. He's been pretty dominant, had his way a lot, and he was having kind of a tough time. You, it, it was great to see money 
have a great coaching moment with him, letting him know that hey, you're disappointed in yourself right now because you set that you set the bar so high, and and don't think that you can't go out there and reach that level. But you know, also don't believe that you have to do it statistically. You can go dominate the game and impact the game with your force. And it was just great to see him. He had his head down. He made him look up at him. He leaned into him. And you could tell that that was, that was really coaching as a player, as a, as a as a player. That's what you need, and that's what you love to see from your coaches. Speaking of coaching, Q, I, I want you to listen to something Stephen A. Uh, said uh, last night on Sports Center after Game Two. Something we have been talking a lot about with on the Bucks side of things with Mike Budenholzer, and uh, I just want to get your reaction to it. But t- first, take a listen to it. Here's Stephen A. You see Devin Booker hitting shots early, okay, from three-point range, and assistant coaches are looking to talk to Budenholzer, and Budenholzer's not even listening to them, okay? He's not making any in-game adjustments. That was a pivotal problem as far as I'm concerned. We can look at Drew Holiday and no seven for 21 shooting. He was absolutely awful offensively. Middleton, he really needs to look in the mirror. When Pat Connaughton has more points than you coming off the bench, he had 14, you had 11, even though you took six more shots. That's incredibly problematic. You waste an effort from Giannis Antetokounmpo, who was nothing short of sensational. And primarily because you didn't make the necessary in-game adjustments. It's like any time you throw a monkey monkey wrench into the plan that Budenholzer had coming into it, then he seems to be a bit flummoxed. Now we look at players and we say, well, they got to make shots, right? You talk about Middleton, he's got to make shots. Drew Holiday's got to make shots. Giannis can't do it all by himself. But what Stephen A. is saying, and a lot of people say this about Budenholzer, is that adjustments-wise, he has not been good. As a player, do you look to your coach and say, hey, what are we doing? And if, you're not, and if he doesn't make an adjustment, does that affect the team's mentality? Um, I, can't, I, can't, um, I can't say that, I, that, I, that I'm arguing with, with, with some of the stuff you just said. And I'm, if I'm a player, I, we, we do look to our coaches for the adjustments. But, I mean, the one thing I will say, I, I feel that, that because Bud, he made adjustments from game one to two, but I think the, the, the key the key word in that sentence was in game adjustments. And that's what we haven't seen him do because I think I, I I applaud him for the way and the style in which he switched guarding the pick and roll last night. They started off very aggressive with, mm-hmm. with Chris Paul and um anybody in the pick and roll. But the thing were they were they were getting over the pick and roll and fighting through and staying with them. But the thing that I, I think stands out when they talk about in game uh, adjustments was that they, to a fault, they stuck to the plan. Sometimes you would see the screen, you know, a few steps over half court, which is way too high mm-hmm. to be fighting over a screen or getting over. At that point, you should you should redirect and go under because he's too high unless it's Steph Curry or somebody pulling up from half court. You shouldn't be going over a screen out there, and they continue to do that, you know, deep into the second half after you know, Phoenix adjusted and playing it differently. They continue to fight over, and that's where Chris Paul began to shake loose a little bit and get to his mid range and get downhill. And I think that was a point where it, where it really stuck out to me. He's not changing up. He's not making in-game adjustments with this. Quint Richardson joining us here this morning on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Q, let me ask you this question because – Han seems to, I don't know, he's batting it around in his head a little bit and trying to convince me <laughs> that certain things could happen. Chris Paul wins the championship right off into the sunset. His deal is up. He can exercise out. Mm. Does he go back to Los Angeles and team up with LeBron James and Anthony Ooh. Davis and back home in L.A. where his family is at, or does he stay in Phoenix 
to ride this thing all the way out? Uh Call me crazy, man, but I, I think he stays put, I, especially if they win a championship. I mean, I don't, I don't see how you walk away from, you know, the defending your defending the title in the same place. And then, you know, some of these relationships and bonds that I feel like he's got, I feel like what he has with, with Monty Williams is, is what makes this season possible. The relationship that him and Devin Booker, you know, bonded right away and hit off. I think that's why they're able to have this season. And the same thing with DeAndre Aiden. I think those things will be be too much. I think as long as everything contractually works out the way he wants it to, I think all of those other things, especially especially if they really win the title, I don't see him going anywhere. See, I, I would think that's his out, right? Got your ring. You know, that would be the out. If they don't win the championship, I feel like I still owe, you know, maybe owe you some time. But I got you your ring, and, and now it's like, let, let, let me let me just finish up playing with LeBron, playing in L.A., right closer to home. But, you know, again, as Key always says, that's why I'm a reporter and not a player. I think of it always <laughs> as for the story. What's the better story? But, Q, uh, I, I just want to shout out your podcast, Knuckleheads Podcast, you and Darius Miles. It's, it's always it's a must-listen because it's a lot of fun. And I know you had LJ on recently, Grandma Ma telling those stories. It's uh, it's always it's always a good listen. So we always love having you on. Thanks, my man. All right, Q. Thanks for waking up early, Q. All right, Quentin Richardson again, a Clipper. Played in, he played a lot, a lot of different teams, but as he mentioned, the Clippers. I, I thought it was a funny way he put it. It's like, yeah, maybe now more <laughs> deserving, but there was a time not Very so tactical. much. Clearly <laughs> a bad owner, but we not are asking a bad owner, you, you think, a bad dude. I mean, how, but maybe the worst possible owner ever. But let's not do that ranking. <laughs> yeah, that's instead, whoa, whoa. ask the question that we've been asking, and we ask you. We ask everybody. Else, Top five ESPN, bad owners. Yeah. The list. <laughs> the list. <laughs> Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Fan bases, franchises that deserve a championship the most, ones that have just been through so much, that have suffered, been through a lot, and you're like, man, they got to get one. Just give them one uh, because they really deserve it. Let's go to Preston in Baltimore. Preston. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's, What's happening? Good morning. Morning. Uh, yeah, I was just I'm thinking about this. I'm, I'm living in Baltimore, but I'm from PA originally, a big Pittsburgh fan. You guys haven't really talked about the Pirates at all. If you think about it, probably, what, five, ten years ago when they made the playoffs with Burnett, uh, McCutcheon, yeah. and all those guys, yeah. that city was going nuts. Yeah. And then, like, now, I mean, granted, the owner probably doesn't deserve it the way he's handling this situation, but yeah, they, the they, team, the fan base, I think they're one of the big ones that deserve it. That's the thing. You're right. Pittsburgh, by the way, fantastic sports town. Fantastic sports yeah. town. Love going there to, to cover whether it was a, a Steelers game or, or Penguins. I've never covered a Pirates game, but that kidding? franchise, man. Because I ain't talked about the Pirates at all ever, <laughs> ever in my life. Ever. Since Bill Matlock and, and – uh, well, We are family. Yeah, right? we are right? family since then. Willie Stargell and them. Yeah. That's the last time I mentioned a right? Pirate. So this is a great answer then. The, the, what was so cold about that, though, back in the day is – is like the Raiders, the Cowboys, Dave everything. I mean, Dave I'm Parker, going through those all those dudes. Wow. I mean, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds. That the, the, the <laughs> Pirates jerseys was a, like a international, national type mm. situation. People would rock the jerseys and the Chuck hats. Chuck D always used to wear yeah the black Pirates hat yeah. with the P for obvious reason, Public Enemy. So he would wear that all the time. Like that was a cool. The Pirates talk about a brand. Had, they were the once ones a brand. that had the uh, the stripe with around the, the tights. Yeah. Oh, I had yeah. a couple of those. Hey, Steele. James Steele yeah. is a huge Pittsburgh guy. Loves his Penguins. What What about the Pirates, man? Yeah, the, the fan base uh, definitely deserves yeah. uh, yeah. a title. The, the franchise does not. 
because they, they're, they're terrible. Yeah, they're a, they're a, it's an awful. But they're a development program for other a, franchises. It is an awful. The, Think the, about it, skinny, skinny Barry Bonds, man, terribly. Yeah, they do not run. I that feel like if you well start to parse this question, though, you could come to that conclusion a lot of times. Well, who, well that's how we said deserves. But the if you fans have, do, but there's a franchise. That's why. You but see, the problem is, from what I'm from what I've gone through as a pirate fan for pretty much my entire life, I deserve. I deserve it. <laughs> you do. But but like it's 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 even hard to root for them now the because they're 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 just run so poorly. But at least you feel good about something in your life because of the Chiefs. Yeah, I do like the Chiefs. Yeah, so, so Penguins, Pirates, Chiefs. And, and Penguins, I, was like, what, you know, I got a couple of titles with the Penguins here recently. Yeah, and, and, and I, you know the Super yeah, Bowl. Sydney was gifted so some like, cups. But like as right. a Pirate fan. Like, I would really like to see them win a World Series, but it's just never going to happen. Because like, you just dislike the way the franchise is being run. I, no, I, whenever they made the postseason uh, back in, uh, it was 2013, yeah. uh, I, my wife and I went to the wild card game, one of the greatest sports nights of my life. And, this music? And, and, I thought that, and, I, and I thought that they were going somewhere, and then they are just run terribly. Yeah, yeah see, fans. They, hurt. they hurt. They, like, hurt me. They like, hate emotionally, so I've been emotionally abused by the Pirates for the entirety of my life. Are you seeing a therapist is the question. We need no, to I might you. need to. Well, I mean, yeah. That might be the, 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 like the basis of all my anxiety about my entire life is just my, uh, my relationship with the Pirates. Would you trade one of your Penguin Stanley Cups mm. for a Pirates World Ooh. Series appearance? No, appearance. no, 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 no. Appearance. That no, means not you have at least have a no. National League nope. crown. You nope. have a pennant. No way. You got enough Stanley Cups there with the Penguins. You can give one back, can't nope. you? Nope, not yeah. for just well, an This is why you suffer. That's on you. Yeah. This maybe, is why you suffer. Maybe I, no, but, maybe I consider it for a World Series title, not for just an appearance. Nah. See, I blame you now. See, Steele, I'm I blame surprised you. that's what your you logic. What for? I didn't do anything. Nah, you sac- you can sacrifice one lousy cup for an appearance in the World Series. My goodness. All right. See, he gets selfish I'm and greedy. I'm surprised that you, Han, appearance? He got, he's got a bunch of them. He's got five of them. You can give one yeah. back for an appearance a pe- for your other team. appearance means you were the r- it best It has to be a title. You still want a National League pennant. But then you're still going to be emotionally and then, torn. Right, and you then you're going to be like you talking about we were right there. Should I feel better? better? At least you get the franchise back. I know. I'm surprised that you He's being greedy with his cups. That's why your team loses. Let's go with another team here. Let's see. Kevin in New Jersey said that uh, Key has missed one. Go ahead, Kevin. Who did I miss? Well, we can't going to tell you. Key. Yo. Key, are you crazy? No. Can you me. hear me? Yeah, we got I'm you. Come on, Kevin. Man. Speak up. Uh, J-E-T-S, Thank Jets, Jets, you. Jets. You said that. We said that. Where were you? I said Jets. You got to wake up <laughs> earlier. I said Jets. The Jets, uh, the, the Jets definitely. I said are the Jets. I said absolutely. That deserves this. I said the Jets are, or I want to see the Jets win because it's all bottled up, just like Chris Paul. It is. You cut mm-hmm. the bag open and it's a bunch of M and M's falling mm-hmm. out. Yes. That's exactly where it is in the heart of the Jets. Yes. If you cut them open, all those tears and frustration over the years. Just the crying, the oh god! It was the so I was a part that, of a team that was one in fifteen. It was funny yeah. though. <laughs> we were one in fifteen, and I remember walking through the tunnel, and it was like empty. Though it was probably twenty thousand Jet fans in the stands, and it of was an eighty thousand seat. It was stadium. it was horrible, yeah. right? Dudes with bags on their face with the little tears. I'm walking through the <laughs> tunnel. Dude took off. 
he was screaming and hollering. You could hear him. Y'all suck. You done. Dude took off the bag. You too. You're a wasted draft pick. And I was just like, hey, man, I just got here. (laughs) (laughs) What do I have to do with this? But I get it. Don't blame me. I'll never forget a season. Bags over the face. At the end of the season, the team is like, you guys, I don't think you were on that team. This was years. I was younger. But another one of these, you know, team sucks, season's over. <laughs> you know, they're walking through the tunnel of the last game, and a guy was holding a sign, we still believe, right? He's holding a sign, we <laughs> still believe. And he looks down, and he's just, he starts tearing the sign up, <laughs> and he throws it down, like and oh, all this stuff man. scatters, like all this, like confetti. But he was so just disgusted, like the last guy that oh, believed, man. nah, not anymore. The no, it was, it was, we were so oh, bad. It was pain. It was so bad. We won that one little poor game in Arizona. You thought we won a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, so yeah. It's funny because last year, Arizona my partner Cass on, on our MSGPM show, he was very proudly the captain of the tank ship. He called himself the tank oh, commander. God, so when they actually tank. won, he was like, oh, no. Ah. We, we had a caller. We'll get back to calls on this a little bit later on the show. We had a caller that brought up the Bills. You talk about a fan base been through some pain. Oh, my God. How do you go to four Super Bowls and not win one? One. And four in a row. One. Yes. So close. And they were close in one, Norwood. The rest of them, they got smoked in. I mean, they got blown out in the rest of them. But that's the key's point about how hard it is to actually get there. How hard it is to get there and to win one. And, of course, now for the Bucs, should they be concerned about a sweep? We'll discuss that next.